0: Hello, yo, 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 and welcome to this week's edition of Slade: The Buffyverse Revisited. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy. I'm your other host, James. And this week we will be um, lollygagging into season two, episode fifteen, phases. Yes,
1: lollygagging like a werewolf through the forest.
0: Exactly. <laughs> lollygagging (laughs) (laughs) you know how we are we lollygag these episodes you know we we
1: don't though i looked at uh, we i looked at our last few episode uh times and we're coming in at like you know hour 30 hour 40 yeah uh, since uh since we came back for the back half of the season so yeah i think it's
0: flowing a little better now why don't you know if anybody out there uh agrees or disagrees uh, let us know for sure
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I felt like maybe so, we were you know the first half of this podcast I kind of felt like maybe we were we were being a little too long-winded I think and uh I mean it know, depends on how you certain, look at it. Yeah, certain episodes to... I think kind of call for that, you know. And we need to get we need to right. get deep into that meat and uh
1: Right. I'm I'm also a fan of long-form podcasts
0: too. I am myself, too. I am too, so, definitely. Um but, I just, you but know. But yeah,
1: I, I Yeah, I I think what we've been doing the last, uh, this back half of episodes for this season has been working. So, you know. All right, then.
0: So what anybody else thinks doesn't mean shit.
1: Yeah, fuck you all. No, no, (laughs) no. Uh, That being said, how about if I give everybody, I serve up some uh, tasty dates and deets.
0: Yes, please do with extra garlic.
1: I broiled these Ooh, this week. All right. Yeah. Let's have these. Uh, as previously stated, we will be revisiting Buffy, the vampire slayer season two, episode 15, the 27th episode of the series. Overall phases. Our episode director this week is Bruce Seth green and our episode credited writers are Dean Batali and Rob Des hotel. Uh, our original air date was January 27th, 1998 on the now defunct WB network. Our regular cast as always includes Sarah Michelle Geller as Buffy, Nicholas Brendan as Xander, Allison Hannigan as Willow, Charisma Carpenter as Cordelia, David Boreanaz as Angel, and Anthony Stewart Head as Giles. Our guest stars this week include Seth Green as Oz, Jack Conley as Kane, Larry Bagby as Larry Blasdell, and Megan Perry as Teresa Glustmeyer. Our episode synopsis this week reads, Buffy protects a werewolf from a poacher. Willow becomes interested in Oz, much to Xander's dismay.
0: That is so wrong. She's been interested in Oz for several episodes now. That's so incorrect. Yeah. Uh, my synopsis reads: Buffy and her friends discover secrets about themselves as they battle a werewolf, its hunter, and their own emotions. Vague, very vague, very vague. But uh, less wrong than yours. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, why don't you take us into that cold open, James, and let's let's uh, let's see what's going on up in this bitch.
1: Uh, We open with Willow meeting up with Oz in front of one of the school's trophy cases. And he's kind of examining, he's checking out uh, one of the cheerleading statues. And uh, it is, of course, the cheerleading statue that Amy's mother uh, from the episode The Witch has been trapped in. And uh, he makes a comment to her about how the eyes just kind of follow you back and forth. And he likes it. It's pretty cool. Uh, they talk about their date the previous night and, uh, it gets a little awkward before Willow spots Buffy and, uh, dismisses herself from Oz and walks outside with Buffy and, uh, they're, they're outside having a conversation and Willow's worried because Oz hasn't tried to make any sort of a move on her yet, you know, even though she's happy that he's being nice and respectful.
0: But she's moist, and she needs some of that some of that. you know what Wow
1: <laughs> uh we then later that night, Xander and Cordelia are making out in her daddy's car, which is parked up at uh lover's lane and uh without warning uh uh well no they're uh uh Hold on a minute. Yeah, Sorry. you're getting
0: a little ahead, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I am ahead of
1: myself. So they're making out, and um she's uh he's going on about uh, Oz and Willow, and you know, she's you know laying into him about always either going on about Willow or Buffy or and never being present in the moment, and they keep making out and um Xander. Uh, stops he thinks he hears something and um uh, but they kind of brush it off and then as they're making out again they hear something else and stop and Sander says he definitely heard something that time and um uh they uh they um at that point a uh Or did I Yeah am I you're, past you're, the cold you, open? Yeah, you're you're past the cold you, open now. Yeah, Hold the cold up.
0: open ends with them with them finishing talking and they continue okay, to make um, out okay. and then you see some type of creature you, you, is watching you, them from the Yeah,
1: from you, the, It cuts to it cuts to the a view from the woods and you see right. some creature is is watching them.
0: And that's might, the cold open.
1: Yeah. My note pages were screwed up. Yeah, now, before
0: we go any further, uh, I want to jump back a little bit um, to that opening scene with Oz. First of all, why didn't, when he explains the statue thing to Willow, why didn't she just say, oh, yeah, like, there was this fucking crazy witch bitch, and Buffy fucking, we we put her into that statue. That's why, because those really are eyes following you.
1: Probably because it wasn't necessary. (laughs) <laughs> okay.
0: Well, he was so fucking intrigued with it, you know, I'd be like, oh, yeah, there's a story behind that. Anyway. Also, and-
1: I don't if I remember back to the witch correctly, they don't
0: know that she's trapped in there. Oh, I thought they. Oh, you're right. Because they like v- like vanquished her or whatever. Yeah, I think you're right. They don't realize right. she is in that fucking thing. Right. which they totally should have brought her back like many seasons later and been like, you motherfuckers have had me trapped in this fucking <laughs> this fucking trophy for years. I'm killing you all. <laughs> um, my other thing is, um, I, I just wanted to bring up that, uh, you know, uh, well, now nah, I'll skip it, but basically just, uh, I don't understand like, this takes me back to the whole thing with Oz that I think he's a drug addict. Remember, in the very first episode we ever meet Oz, I'm like he's a drug addict because he's sitting there just mesmerized by that plate of uh, canapes, and he's just right. Well, now he's just completely mesmerized by this fucking statue. So yeah, he's he's definitely a pothead at, at the very least. But
1: but I mean, in in defense of that, like you've never you've never looked at a picture and like thought the eyes followed you around the room, so you've just kind of done one of these. Well, yeah, but, I mean, like, he's
0: standing there. He's just, yeah. I don't know. He takes it to another level, you know. But, anyway, go on, sir.
1: You know, that's it. That's the cold open.
0: Oh, no, go, go ahead. You go a little bit more there. I mean, you okay. know, kind of finish up this whole, uh, you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, so we come back, and uh, um, we're still inside Cordy's dad's car and her and Xander are making out and Xander thinks he hears something and, and Cordy's like, you know, you didn't hear anything, you know, do you even want to be here? Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, they go back to making out. Um, they hear something again, like a, a twig snapping or something like that and they stop kissing and, uh, um, Uh, xander's like okay i definitely heard something that time and cordy's like you know what how about if i just take you home and at that point a hairy uh arm with uh uh, clawed hand punches through the top of the car and a cigarette because it's tammy <laughs> and she's like she's like, hi my new friends how are
0: you listen I ain't shaved in a while give me a break alright
1: um, so Cordelia screams and she goes to grab the keys and she fumbles them and drops them and Xander's yelling you know get us out of here and um, the thing on the roof is is you know thrashing its arm around and snarling and Cordy finally gets the keys and the ignition, and uh, they drive off. And we cut to school the next day where Buffy's examining the car.
0: And what's going on there? Well, first, I do want to jump back. I'm sorry to do this again, but I've got to jump back to that, no, co- to that cold open again because I forgot to mention this. There was a, a brief scene in there where where Willow was complaining you know, to Buffy about Oz not trying to kiss her. You you talked about it. You you talked about that yeah. part. Oh, I forgot to mention that. You know, I I wanted to bring up. There's a there's a point where Willow says she's talking about Xander and she says, "Well, we should call him." And she's like, "What's his number?" Oh, I know. It's one eight hundred. I'm dating a skanky hoe. And I was <laughs> like, "Whoa, Willow with the claws." <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she considers Cordelia a skanky hoe. I found that amusing. Anyway, so yeah, we go back and uh, um, they're examining the car, and uh, Giles points out that there's been quite a number of attacks recently, um, but so far uh, only animals had been um, mauled and what have you eaten. Um, but they're they're all pretty much in agreement that it's definitely a werewolf, and that really excites Giles because he's like, oh, it's one of the classics. And they're all just like, the fuck? And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, me and my books, are uh, we're in for a fun evening. And Mm. he just kind of leaves all jolly and happy, and Buffy's like, he needs a pet. (laughs) Mm. And uh, then we cut to, um, now, this part of my notes got a little screwy, these next two scenes. I believe the next scene is in in, in the gym class, right?
1: Uh, Yes.
0: Yeah, okay. So yeah, we we cut to uh, the gymnasium, and some- just to
1: if you, I'm sorry, just briefly to cut back to the scene where they're examining the roof on Cordy's car. Mm-hmm. We also find out that um, the the idea that um, werewolves uh, only come out on the night of the full moon is probably not accurate because last night was the night before the full moon.
0: Right. And that's something I appreciate about this episode because well and how Buffy treat the the Buffyverse treats werewolves in general because as you all know I am a, a werewolf fanatic um and I think the best stories have always been that just like they do it here the day before the day of and the day after the full moon um is your werewolf cycle and they generally say you know on the day of the full moon is when they're at their their uh, peak uh, power. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, So uh, we cut to the gymnasium and for some reason, the, the female gym teacher is apparently an expert in self-defense also. Mm. Um, She's teaching them self-defense and uh, prior to that though, uh, they get up or she tells them she's going to, you know, teach them these self-defense moves and blah, blah, blah. And they, they get split up into groups and, um, uh, Larry runs into Xander and, uh, he's got this big, huge bandage on his arm and Xander's like, you know, what's up with that? And Larry's like, oh yeah, this huge fucking dog jumps out of this, out of this bush and just bit the shit out of me. what do he say? He had like, get like 39 stitches. I think he said, uh,
1: yeah, yeah 38 or 39
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, 39? St- you would be in the fucking hospital, like, getting fucking blood transfusion. But anyway. um, So, yeah, this big dog tore into him. And, and then Oz kind of walks up. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I feel your pain. And he holds up his finger. And he's got this little bitty bite mark. And he's like, my little cousin uh just got his baby teeth in. And, and he doesn't like to be tickled. And uh, Larry's like, oh. That's so not on my level, dude. And he just kind of <laughs> broods away. And um, then uh, Larry immediately starts sexually harassing uh, a girl named Teresa. Um, or no, it's not Teresa. I'm sorry. It's it's a it's no. a different girl.
1: No, it's Teresa. Is it Teresa? Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was misremembering. Yeah. He immediately starts sexually harassing Teresa. And about how they're going to be in a group together and blah, blah, blah. And then Buffy's like, yeah, I'm in your group too. And he's like, oh, fuck, she's already beat me up once. And then Willow's like, Buffy, remember, you got to be like a weak, dainty little thing like the rest of us girls. And so then there's a point where Larry gets her F- Buffy from behind and, and Buffy's supposed to try to flip him off. And she's like going, oh, uh, I can't do it, you know, pretending to be weak and then. Larry gets super gross, and he's like, "Ooh, Summers, you're turning me on," and just gets a handful of ass. At which point, she Slayer throws him over her shoulder onto his fucking face, breaks his <laughs> neck, and he passes away. And that's the end of Larry.
1: <laughs> we never see Larry. <laughs> we again. never
0: see. Well, we see him at the funeral because they go to the funeral, you know. No, but uh, flips him off of her, and uh, yeah, pretty much. That's how she handles that situation. Uh, Then we cut to the library. And it's a little bit later in the day. And after some research, Giles uh, finds out that this is where he has found out that the werewolf is a wolf for the three nights, meaning the night before the full moon, the full moon night, and the night after. And the coming night is the full moon. So the night before um, was, was... the night Before <laughs> the full moon, so uh, I just want to narrow you, that Jeremy. down. Thank you, Jeremy, for, for that astute observation and I, narrowing
1: that time frame down for I us. I wanted to
0: nail that time frame down for everybody who was curious. <laughs> uh, so, they're, so they're talking about you know what they should do, you know what they should do, and um, you know Buffy's pretty much like well, they're all pretty much in agreement that you know this this person is a human. For you know twenty eight days out of each month, and they and they might not even know that they're a werewolf. So we can't kill it, and and so Buffy's like, all right, then tonight we'll bring it back alive. A to keep it from killing people, and B to apparently wait for it to tran you know transform back into whoever it is, so they can find out who's who the wolf is. So that night, Giles and Buffy are patrolling Lover's Lane, where. Cordy and uh, Xander were earlier in the episode of course there's cars parked everywhere and high school kids making out and buffy and
1: one one really old couple it was kind yeah of I didn't
0: know i kept hitting going back with the rewind. you know and the thing and I was like is they look I didn't know if they were like supposed to be old or they just they didn't have anybody else to play high school kids <laughs> so they got a couple of forty year olds <laughs>
1: right they They couldn't get any, like, 30-year-olds that looked like high school kids, so they got, like, 40-year-olds that looked 60.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, the one was fucking, like, looking at his Social Security check, and I don't know, it was weird. It was really weird. (laughs) But, uh, anyway, they run into each other, and Giles is like, you know, they're kind of whispering, and Giles is like, well, did, did you find, you know, anything, and... Buffy's like, yeah, so-and-so is making out with so-and-so, but he's going out with so-and-so. And, and Giles just looks at her like, and she's like, oh, yeah, no, nothing, no, no wolf, no wolf. And Giles wants to go around and start knocking on windows and asking people if they've seen anything. And so Buffy just looks at him like he's got steaming turds hanging out of his mouth. And she's like, Giles, no one here has seen anything. And he's like, He kind of gets it, he kind of catches on, he's like, ah, yeah, okay, you're right. So, they split up again and continue hunting for said wolf, and Buffy walks into a little bit of a clearing area there, and wham, gets caught by one of those fucking, like, 80s Rambo movie nets that (laughs) swallows her up and pulls her up into the tree. And, uh... This guy jumps out of the bushes, and he's got a double-barreled shotgun with a scope on it, which I've never seen. Such I'm not a gun expert by any means, but I've never seen a double-barreled shotgun with a scope on it. But that's what he's got, and he's pointing it at her, and he's like, Gotcha! And we cut to what would have been a commercial, a cliffhanger, if you will. When we come back, what happens, James?
1: Um, Let me
0: find my place in my notes here. I'll keep up. I'll keep going. It's cool. Okay, sorry. We discover this man's name is Kane and Giles immediately asks how his brother is. And <laughs> no. And, and uh, this dude's like I
1: fucking killed him years yeah. ago.
0: He's like I murdered that fucker. I mean, what are, you, what are you you know. Anyway, so he realizes Buffy's not the fucking wolf, so he cuts her down and um then he, this fucking creepoid, immediately thinks that Buffy and Giles are a couple. And he's like, oh, hey, I, you know, that's fine. I understand. Get the fruit while it's fresh. And Giles is ready to fucking go for his throat and kill him. And
1: I, I honestly, like, I, lo- I loved this scene because of Giles' reaction. Oh, yeah. He, he,
0: from 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 Jump Street, he does not like this guy. for yeah. For good reason. Yeah. And, uh... They're like, no, we're hunting werewolves, and he laughs. And
1: <laughs> I love that too. Like Bumpy's yeah. just straight up with him. About yeah, like it. why? Like,
0: at this point, you're in Sunnydale. Like everybody knows that there's fucking insane monsters in there. You know, you know. And yeah. he thinks it's funny, and and because he reveals that he is actually a vampire. Or, I'm sorry, a werewolf hunter himself. And he's got this necklace on with all these teeth. And he's like, see these? You know, I pull one of these out of the mouth of every werewolf I kill. And he's like, and when I kill this one tonight, that'll make number 12. And long story short, he does this because he likes to skin them for their pelts. And apparently they're worth a lot of money in Sri Lanka, which this guy really looks like he's been to fucking Sri Lanka. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I bet he can't even spell Sri Lanka. But anyway... He's
1: the kind of guy that, like, once he found out werewolves were real, he stopped hunting Bigfoot. That's this guy. Exactly.
0: This is basically Caleb from uh, Mountain Men. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's a little inside baseball for me and James there. uh, (laughs) But, uh. I had your woman. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so he, uh, let's see. So, yeah, he's packing up, getting ready to go uh, to, to continue on his hunt. And um, there, he's like, do you know anywhere else that, you know, kids like this, you know, congregate and. They're like, why? And he's like, because that's why the werewolf always shows up, because he's drawn by sexual heat, he says. So um, they're like, no, nope, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And he's like, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> so he goes on his way. Um, oh, he does, and he says the werewolf can sense this collection of sexual heat from miles away. Um, so Buffy, Buffy actually knows where to look. And she's like, uh, "Come on, Giles, let's go. I know where to look." And she goes, "Hopefully, we can get there before mine fur- mine furrier gets there." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Lol." Um. So then we cut to um, Teresa again, and she's yes, now and uh,
1: go ahead. I'll, I, uh, she's she's walking home
0: mm-hmm.
1: from somewhere. And, yeah, uh, it looks
0: like from school, maybe, because she's got, like, her books in her arm, but it's she, also, like, she, 9 o'clock at night.
1: Right. Well, right. she
0: just went to the library, because, remember, they don't close till 8. That's true.
1: That's true. <laughs> um, she was dismayed that the librarian wasn't there to check her out.
0: Yeah, they're open till 8, but Giles is literally never there. Ever.
1: No. No. <laughs> Only during school hours. And after school hours, when the script calls for it. Right.
0: But the library is not open at that time,
1: right um, and she she hears some uh rustling and some uh bushes and overgrown grass, and kind of looks around but doesn't see anything and she keeps going and uh we cut to a view of her from the other side of the fence where she was just looking and um, uh she stops and looks around again because she hears more rustling and um, we hear something let out a low growl and uh,
0: it's just Tammy she, and she's burping yeah, Tammy's like <laughs> sorry, s- sorry honey <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> you got a light
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's never, she never has a light she always has a cigarette but she never has a, she, she never never has a light, a light.
1: Um, so she's like, you uh, got a
0: match. And, and Teresa's like, dude, it's 1998. Get a fucking bick. <laughs>
1: um, and, uh, so we hear something give out a low growl and Teresa decides it's time to run. And, um, so she turns and gets ready to take off and bam, slams right into Angel
0: who's playing and with a tiny little flower i, I don't i don't know what that's he's about he's
1: got a he's got a little daisy in his hand and he's twirling it around and he asks her if everything's okay and she's like yeah you know i just i thought i heard something behind me and he walks behind her and looks around and turns back to her and he's like no
0: there's nothing there and she says i guess i was wrong and he's like i guess you were and then he punches her and he's like i ain't walking you home cuz you're dumb yeah. And you're then, stupid. And then he eats at the flower and. <laughs> and and skips off. He like, skips. Really he skips weird. away. It's really weird. I was like, what? Yeah. And she's like, like, she's got like a black eye and shit. He's just assaulted right. a female. Yeah.
1: Right. I'm like, I was like, they are really taking the evil angel in a really weird direction. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, No, he. Uh, <laughs> I think we need um, to clarify. No, that didn't actually happen.
1: That didn't actually happen. He uh, he tells her, you know, it's okay. It can get pretty scary out here all alone at night,
0: and um,
1: then he's like, "Don't I know you from somewhere? Do you do you go to school with Buffy?" And she's like, "Oh, you know Buffy?" And he's like, "Yeah, I know Buffy. And come on, I'll I'll get you home." And I say, just boned you know.
0: her a couple of a couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah, I know her.
1: I boned her on a Buffy two night <laughs> event. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit! <laughs>
1: um, so they walk off together, and uh, and then we cut to the bronze, and I'll let you take the bronze scene here, Jeremy. What's going on at the bronze?
0: Well, there's a band playing. There's lots of kids and lots of sexual heat. Oh, I forgot. I, I'm I'm sorry because I didn't have this scene, but I forgot to mention earlier when we saw. yeah baby yeah uh-huh it's that yeah this is happening <laughs> anyway
1: no no joke when I was commuting every day to work um, when I would get on the train and put my headphones in so that train people wouldn't talk to me <laughs> yeah. um, uh, that that was literally the first song on my pl- I would play every day really. On the train, yeah, to kind of get me going for the day.
0: (laughs) Get you in the mood of having to deal with weird, creepy fucking people all day? (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, yeah, lots of kids, lots of sexual heat. And Cordelia is bitching to Willow about Willow, uh, more or less. Uh, I got a clip. Yeah. I got a clip, so let's, uh, let's just play this. I mean, with Xander, it's always Buffy did this, Willow said that. Buffy, Buffy, Willow, Willow. It's like I don't even exist. I sometimes feel like that. And then when I call him on it, he acts all confused, like I'm the one with the problem. His do-I-smell-something look. All a part of his little guy games. It's like he's there, then he's not there, and he wants it, but then he doesn't want it. He's so busy looking around at everything he doesn't have, he doesn't even realize what he does have. Well, he should at least realize that you have Oz. Mm, I'm not sure I do. Oz and I are in some sort of holding pattern, except, Without the holding or anything else. What's he waiting for? What's his problem? Oh, that's right. He's a guy. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, Xander. Guys. What do they think they are? A couple of guys. And right when she says "couple of guys," all of a sudden, I hold just, on. <laughs> Be-
1: before you go on. Yeah. Since we're since we're bitching about since, since the girls are are having a little coffee clutch about Xander here, I want to I want to say. Uh, and I was going to mention it earlier, but I'll bring it up now. I hate everything about Xander in this fucking
0: episode. Right, right. Oh, I got all kinds hate, to bring up shortly. I
1: hate everything about him. Yeah, he's jealous of Oz. He's when he's a, when
0: he's never had any interest in Willow until she finds he's, Oz.
1: He's made it fucking clear time and time and time again. He's not interested in dating Willow, and now he's got a problem with oz there's a scene coming up with when it comes up
0: yeah I there is several
1: definitely i will definitely jump in on that scene and i i hate the fact and it's pretty much only in in this scene i hate the fact that we even have this brief glimpse of mopey, piney for xander willow
0: i know i know
1: e, and even and it is in just this scene with Cordelia, but it irritates the hell out of me.
0: I know, because I'm like, oh, don't you see him for the douche that he is?
1: Right, plus you have Oz now.
0: Right, the <laughs> coolest guy in the fucking show.
1: Literally, you know? the coolest, and I'm an Angel fan, and I right? think Oz is the coolest guy on the show.
0: Exactly. So anyway, as they're talking, just as she, just as Willow says, "Get guys, all of a sudden... <laughs> I just found this hilarious for some reason. The werewolf drops in, literally drops in to the bronze from like the skylight above and lands on the coffee table in front of Willow and uh, Cordelia.
1: Doesn't break the coffee table. No. No. Doesn't break the coffee no. table. Even though he's uh, he's ascended. Yeah, and or he's descended he's, from a phenomenal height.
0: And he's supposedly, you know, I don't know, he's a werewolf, six foot five, you know, a few hundred pounds. Right. No, he just right. lands right on the right. coffee table like like a gymnast and uh, everything's fine. And of course they start screaming, everybody starts screaming, everybody's losing their minds, and they start pouring out of the bronze. <laughs> and just then Giles and uh Buffy are pulling up. And they're like, yep, she here, but Giles was like, yep, you were right. This, this must be the place.
1: Okay. Before you go on, Mm -hmm. did you, did you notice, well, when, (laughs) when Giles, so I've started paying really close attention to the scenes now because you keep pulling out like, like random signs and shit. So I'm like. I'm like, I'm literally, I'm like watching like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what
1: I can pull out. When Buffy and Giles pull up and, and Giles is a car, you can see people. <laughs> you can see people pushing the car. Oh, really? From behind. Oh, yes.
0: shit. I didn't look for that.
1: Yes. Go back and watch it. You can see, you can see their heads the top of their heads like uh through the through the front windshield and out the back but and they're clearly pushing the car
0: oh that's awesome that is fuck (laughs) i mean because that happens all the time in shows but it's rare it's rare that you actually they fuck up and you see it yeah wow okay i want to go back and look for that because you know me i love seeing (laughs) fuck-ups so uh but anyway yeah so she's like she jumps out of his car and runs on inside the bronze and slams the door shut behind her. And, you know, it's deserted. Um, and it's quiet, and she's not seeing the wolf. So she's she's lurking around trying to find it. And eventually it presents itself. And they have a total kung fu fight. Like the fucking werewolf immediately goes into the crane technique position. And she runs in. <laughs> No, but that would have been. Speaking dope. of
1: crane technique, did you have you watched season five yet? Of course. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, so, uh, yeah. So uh, they they fight a bit. She throws a chain and wraps it around his neck because you know their whole thing is to catch it a lot. You know, catch it and take it back. Well, it it gets loose from that and it runs and jumps through a plate glass window and escapes. So. Giles comes in and's like you let it get away and she and he just straight up shoots Buffy, dude. Cuz he's so fucking pissed for letting that wolf get away. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he just and fucking it's, it's, shoots her right and it's a gut shot. So it's going to be a slow yeah. painful death. Yeah.
1: And she's just bleeding out on the floor and yeah. Giles Giles attacks Kane and Kane like pulls a Bowie knife out of his boot uh-huh. and just just he slams it into the the st- Giles just lower sternum, sternum yeah. and then rakes it upwards.
0: <laughs> and and here's the funny thing is is we hadn't even said that Kane was even there yet. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway, <yeah. laughs> so uh, Kane is there now, by the way. Um, and it's Kane, Buffy, it's people milling around. They're kind of checking out the situation. And he's like, you let it get away. And she's, you know. They argue because she was going to lock it up, and, of course, he wants to kill it. And and then he says, oh, the great line of, well, that's what happens when you let a woman try to do a man's job. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. And uh, (laughs) they go back and forth a bit, and Giles comes up and is basically like, you know, why don't you fuck off, dude? And... He's like, great. First they tell me I can't hunt an elephant for its ivory anymore, and now I got to deal with people people for the ethical treatment of werewolves. Which I'm like, dude, we should s- totally start that group. We
1: should.
0: But anyway, uh,
1: we werewolf lives matter.
0: That's right. Kane fucks off. WLM. And <laughs> Kane fucks off, and then Buffy and and Giles bail too, and we cut to some alley. Uh, to an alley there that must be somewhat close to the bronze there and the wolf is still roaming around and he he spots a blood trail and he's smelling it and he follows it and follows it and comes up on uh, uh, the dead Teresa who is now dead and has been eaten and there's Angel and he's in full vamp face and so they start, they're growling and snarling at each other and then Angel kind of smiles and sinks back into the shadows and disappears. And the wolf's like, well, fuck, I'm not going to leave a good meal. So he just eats her, every bit of her. I mean, down to the – he eats even her clothes. There's nothing left of Teresa, nothing. Her parents will have nothing to bury. <laughs> no, that doesn't which happen. Is, which is – Which, which would make easy, sense.
1: Weirder – it would make sense, but it also makes the next scene really weird when we hear over the radio about how they found Teresa's body.
0: <laughs> right. But I'm always like, wait, why would a wolf, this wild creature, leave a kill, a fresh kill that it could eat? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it could sense the taint of the vampire in it. I don't know. Anyway, I think maybe I'm overthinking this, mm-hmm. as, as I often do. Um, so anyway... Then we cut to uh, uh, back to the Lovers Lane area. It's still that same night. And it's it's actually, it's pretty, apparently, it's pretty early in the morning, not too far from daylight. And uh, Buffy comes walking up to uh, Giles' car, but Giles isn't in there. And she's like, oh, fuck. And she's like, Giles, Giles. And then he raises up. He had been slumped over, fucking sleeping. And so she immediately beats the shit out of him for falling asleep. I mean, beats the brakes off of him, and, uh, they, <laughs> no, she gets in the car, and they're, they're talking, and then they hear on the radio that, that the cops had found the body of Teresa Klusmeyer, age 17, Sunnydale High School student, um, blah, 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 and they connect it with the animal mutilations they'd been seeing recently, and, uh, that's when Giles is like, well, you know, it's nearly su- it's nearly sunrise, so let's just call it a night and you know, fuck it. Anybody else gets murdered, it's not on us. And uh Buffy's like, Yeah, fuck this place. Let's roll. And they go have some beers. But uh no. <laughs> There's uh uh <laughs> We cut to it's now fully fully uh the sun has fully come up and <laughs> I don't know why, dude, but I had to keep rewinding this because it was just making me laugh. The werewolf was laying, you know, like on its back in the woods there, asleep. But there was something about it that just looked hilarious. I don't – because the costume, with with him, like, laying on his back and his snout sticking up, it it looked kind of like roadkill, like somebody hit a deer and drug it off the side of the road.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, it doesn't help, like, the mouth was hanging wide open.
0: Yes. Um, I was like – On the suit. Yeah. I just kept rewinding it. I was like, this is hilarious. Like,
1: they could have at least, like like – Sewn the mouth shut for that scene or something. Yeah. Or, but it's, it's literally like laying there, like.
0: Yeah, like roadkill. Like, yeah. like somebody hit a deer and stopped and was like, well, fuck, let me drag it off the road. But anyway, yeah, it's laying there and it's asleep and it begins to uh, revert to its human form. And who do we see? Who is it, James? Who is the werewolf? It's Oz. Oh my God, it's Oz? I thought it was Larry. (laughs) No. No. It's Oz. Not Larry. Oz is the werewolf. And uh, he wakes up and he kind of looks, you know, he's naked, obviously. And he he wakes up and he looks around and he's obviously like, where the fuck am I at? And he doesn't say anything, but you can tell he's like, what the hell? He races up and looks around and he just goes, huh. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the scene. That's just, I love Oz. I love love the way he's written in this show. Um, Yeah. So uh, the next scene, we cut to Oz. He, he's at his at his uh, house, and he's on the on the phone. The old cordless phone, might I add. <laughs> he's really living in the uh, future, and uh, he he uh, he says, "Hey, uh, Aunt Marine. Hey, so I was just wondering, is Jordy a werewolf?" <laughs> and, he, and he and he goes huh, okay, so how long's that been going on? And then she apparently says whatever she says, and he goes, oh, no reason. Yeah, I was just wondering. Uh, give my love to Uncle Ken. And he hangs up. So apparently his little baby cousin somehow is a werewolf, and when said little baby cousin bit his finger, he has now made Oz a werewolf. I find that whole thing funny and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Aunt Marine, is your toddler is is your toddler a werewolf? Oh, he is. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, he clearly Oz has clearly has had no idea that he himself was a werewolf, let alone the one that they were all looking for. So now he's probably yeah, like, knowing that the Slayer is... I'd probably fucking leave town if it were me. I'd be like, fuck this. That bitch is going to kill me. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. uh uh-uh, nope, I'm leaving. I am getting out of town. Yeah. So, we cut the school, and he's walking through the halls, and you can tell he's just kind of... He's just kind of in shock. He's Everything looks weird, and he's just like, man, what am I going to do? And Buffy and Willow and Giles are in the library, and um, Buffy's like... She's pacing around. She says, I can't believe I let that thing get away. I should have killed it when I had the chance. And Oz walks in right as she says that. And he's like, killed what? And Jaws is like, oh, uh, the werewolf. And Oz is like, okay, I got to go. And he leaves town right then. And um, we never yep. see Oz again, ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Never, never.
0: And um, that's it's literally... It's sad,
1: really, because we, we liked <laughs> the character a lot.
0: We did, but, you know, he's like, fuck this, I'm not getting killed. No, uh... You're right. So he's like, oh, shit, did did anybody get bit or scratched? And they're like, no, but um, Teresa got fucking offed. And he's like, fuck her, dude. I don't even like her. As long as nobody I know got bit. And they're like, right.
1: Well, he's like, I'm glad I killed her. And then they're all like,
0: what? What do you mean you? And he's like, what? I didn't say that. I, I said, I said, I'm glad... Haim killed her. Haim is my friend in another in another class.
1: He's in a yeah, he's he actually goes to another school. You guys don't know him. You guys don't know I'm him. I'm pretty sure <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's the werewolf.
0: <laughs> so uh anyway, yeah, he's obviously bothered by the Teresa thing. And um So yeah, she, she's Buffy's like, Well, we're gonna find it tonight and um He's like, oh, shit, it's, it's going to be around another night. <laughs> so obviously, he's just now finding out. He's like, fuck, I'm going to be the werewolf again. And then explain the three-night three thing to him then. And then she's like, yeah, and I'm going to give that wolfie something to howl about this time. And that's when he really leaves town. Because he's like, dude, I am like four feet eight, okay? And this bitch has slayer pro- powers. I am, bol- I am I'm out. I'm out of this.
1: Peace. Deuces. Willow, it's been fun. Sorry, I didn't hit.
0: I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm out, deuces. And he gets in the van and rolls out. No, uh. So, uh, he, uh, Xander is, starts talking about. Well, the the group starts talking about. You know, who the fuck could it be? Who the fuck could it be? And Xander's like, it's obviously fucking Larry. You know, the dog bite thing, the excessive back hair, et cetera. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And he's like, uh, well, I'm going to go talk to him. And, you know, and I'm going to find out. And they're like, okay. And Oz is just kind of spaced out. And uh, Giles tells Willow to uh, – <laughs> this This just kills me. Oz te- uh, Giles tells Willow to check the student files and see if anyone else, quote, fits the profile. And I'm like, fits the profile. Are there any students in this school who could unknowingly be a werewolf? Because if so, by looking through the student files, we will discover someone who fits that profile.
1: Right. And not to mention, this is the finding someone that fits the profile is after they've already discussed how they shouldn't kill the werewolf because that person is a human being 23 other days
0: out of the month that probably doesn't even know that they're a werewolf exactly yeah.
1: which would which would lead which would heavily imply that that person probably isn't an aggressive person yeah. in in their human form
0: and I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck? What profile? What is, the, what is the werewolf profile? What do we look for? Drooling. Right. Large teeth. Um, right. Barking? Howling?
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: So anyway, right. Willow's like, okay, so she's going to start doing that on the computer. Giles has another idea, so he grabs Buffy and they go off. And that's when... Um, willow kind of notices that oz is totally spaced out and she's like are you okay and he's like huh yeah yeah he's you know she's like well i I didn't know because i knew you you knew teresa and blah 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 and he's like well i mean i only hit it once but fuck i mean she's dead now and willow's like you slept with her and he's like only three times (laughs) she's like i can't believe you slept with her and he said it was only five times And then, uh,
1: (laughs) and she's like, she, she was like, I'm disgusted by this. I can't believe. And he was like, he was like, Willow, it was only 15 times.
0: (laughs) So, uh, basically she tries to talk him into, you know, like helping her that night, you know, staying with her, hanging with her kind of thing. And. He's just like, oh, I can't. I'm really busy. And then he 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 turns around and he runs out of the library. Like I I don't know why, but I found that really funny. He's like, oh, I can't. I'm really busy tonight. He's like, I gotta go. And he turns and he runs out of the library.
1: Yeah, he jogs. He jogs out of the library. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's a good way to keep a uh, low profile. After. Right. Right after he was like, oh, I can't like I play guitar in a band. Remember, I got groupies to fuck.
0: Yeah. Sorry. And I'm like, wait a minute. What? I would have immediately been like, oh, my God, Oz is the werewolf. Oz is the werewolf. He says He's going to be <clears throat> busy tonight. And he ran.
1: <laughs> right. Let's I want to backtrack a little bit. Talk about something you kind of you glossed over in this scene. So we already knew this, but the rest of the group finds out at this point. That Xander remembers everything from when he was possessed by the hyena.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Back in the first episode, and he that and he told him he everyone, didn't
0: remember anything.
1: Right, and everyone glosses over the fact that he remembers this. Mm-hmm. Like it, it almost it's almost a joke. Like yeah. almost. Yeah. Like Buffy is kind of jokingly says, "Oh, I thought you said you didn't remember anything about that." Why are we glossing over the fact that Xander remembers...
0: All of the murdering. Almost...
1: Right. All of the murdering, but also almost raping Buffy.
0: Right. Right.
1: The attempted rape of Buffy. She's like,
0: I thought you didn't remember that time that you literally raped me. And he's like, I didn't at first...
1: It irritated, it really irritated me that they played that for like a lighthearted, quick little laugh in the scene. Well,
0: we do know who's in charge of this show.
1: I know, but still.
0: So, we cut to the school locker room where there are several men in there having gay orgies. And there's this strange music playing. It's like Indian flute music. And people are just spitting on each other. And I don't know what's happening in this scene. Do you know anything about what's happening here, James? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I've never, no, nope. I've
1: nope. never partaken in anything like that in my real life.
0: No? No? Okay. No. Okay. Well, nope. anyway, no. I don't
1: know anything about that.
0: Xander goes into the locker room and uh, startles Larry, who says Xander should wear a bell from now on. And I'm like, that ain't the only thing Xander should wear. He should also be wearing handcuffs, and people around him should probably be wearing a rape whistle. So
1: He should definitely be wearing one of those Hannibal Lecter masks.
0: More than likely, yes. But anyway, um, Xander just immediately starts, like, Telling him, you know, I know you got a secret and just admit it. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. And Larry's like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fuck your shit up. And for some reason, Xander's really brave all of a sudden with Larry. I'm like, normally Larry just beats him up and stuffs him in a locker or something. But anyway, come to find out Larry is a homosexual.
1: Larry is gay. Gay oh, oh! The day is long,
0: and at one point, Xander had said, "You know, just tell me. Look, I'm not. I'm just. Want, I just want to help. So just tell me, because I know where. Because you know, I've been there. He's he's talking about the whole hyena thing. He's like, I, I you know, I I understand, because you know, I'm there too, and and I can help. So Larry reveals that he is in fact gay, and this completely creeps out Xander xander is a complete homophobe because this this um he is disgusted and scared and creeped out like he thinks larry's gonna like make a move on him or something and larry's just being a genuine guy and he's like you know wow you know it that's the first time I've ever said it out loud to anyone else, you know, and, and he's having a moment here, you know, like this is a big deal in Larry's life and Xander's just being a dick mm-hmm. and yep. a homophobic so dick. We,
1: so we know now that from this episode, we know that Xander is a homophobe. Yep. And from the episodes that introduced Kendra, a very, very beautiful young woman, Mm-hmm. Uh, that Xander did not hit on once
0: mm-hmm.
1: that he's also racist,
0: yeah, he is a card carrying member of the Ku Klux Klan he is a He is a hardcore homophobe he you know I think later on in the Buffy verse, he began working at Fox News, <laughs> I believe. I, I believe
1: like an intern for Tucker Carlson.
0: Yes, yes. And even Tucker Carlson's like Damn son, you are woo <laughs> You take the cake, my friend. Anyway Um but yeah Larry's having like a legit thing here. Like he's feeling all, you know, relieved and he's gotten this off his chest and and he's like, you know, thanks, man. Like seriously, thanks and and Xander's like, No, no, Larry, I'm not and he's like, It's it's cool, dude, it's cool. You just your secret's safe with me, you know. And Larry walks away. And, uh of course, Xander's homophobia is now going in overdrive. We cut back to the library. And Buffy is just, when the camera cuts in, Buffy is just stabbing. Like, repeat, and she's just stabbing the shit out of Willow. There's fucking gore and blood spraying up. And she's covered, her face is covered. She's just like, you fucking bitch. And she's just stabbing the hell out of her. I don't know why. We never find out why. Um, no, no, Buffy's, Buffy goes and check on (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Buffy's checking on Will to see if she's found anything. You know, looking for the, the profile here. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. And Willow's like, no, because that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I've just been sitting here playing Minesweeper because that's ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, and no, she's like, well, there is one name that keeps getting spit out. Aggressive behavior, behavior, run-ins with authority, et cetera. And Buffy's like, oh, fuck you, bitch. Because she's talking about Buffy. And Willow's like, yo, I just calls him like I sees him. <laughs> and so anyway, uh. She's like no, anyway, I'll keep looking. And they start talking about Oz, how he's been acting weird and not wanting to be with stay with her that night and hang out and and that's when uh Buffy's like, "Well, you know, maybe you need to make the first move." And Willow says, "That won't make me a slut." And then <laughs> and then Buffy says, "I think your uh, rep will remain intact." And I'm like, "What is her rep exactly? are you saying that she already is a slut, so no problem. Or like, what, what are we, what are we saying here, Buffaroni? And about that time, Xander shows up, and uh, but Willow's got to go because Cordelia is wanting her to check out her history homework before class, and Willow says that probably means I have to do her history homework. And <clears throat> then Xander, that's here's when Xander starts being even more of a douche. He's being super homophobic still. He doesn't want to tell Buffy what the actual conversation was or anything. He just tells her, you know, he's not the werewolf, so just drop it. And she's like, Okay, weirdo. And uh then he starts going in about going on too about how um he's a little concerned that Willow and Cordelia seem to be hanging out a lot together recently and um Yada yada and he uh he they're talking about that. Well basically Xander's talking and Buffy realizes she's like, wait a minute, you know, on that news report, it didn't say anything about Teresa being mauled or, you know, anything like that. It you know, that was just assumed. So we we cut straight to the funeral home, which apparently is closed, but they can just walk right in. And Teresa's already laid out and all dressed and everything and in her casket and Buffy just walks up and pulls down her little neck scarf and oh, it's vampire marks, and Buffy's like, "Look at that, I've solved the case episode over, but no, she realizes grr, arg. yeah girl <laughs> um so they realize well it wasn't it wasn't the werewolf after all and They go over and they see the registry thing there that you sign when you go to her funeral, and she's like, wow, she had a lot of friends. And I'm like, well, she was a 17-year-old high school girl. I mean, it's not like she was a 63-year-old cat lady that lived in a trailer park next door to Tammy. (laughs) But anyway, uh, you know, Buffy starts feeling kind of emo that that she let Teresa get killed and um, blah, blah, blah. And Xander's like, you know... Buffy you can't blame yourself for everybody that dies in Sunnydale if it wasn't for you people would be lined up five deep waiting to get buried and he goes oh by the way Teresa's a vampire <laughs> and <laughs> fucking Buffy turns around and Teresa's climbing out of the coffin full vamp face and uh, so they they have a, some fisticuffs and uh, she gets, gets Teresa down and is on top of her and she breaks off a little leg on a sign thing there and is getting ready to stake her. And uh, Teresa says, Angel, se-, how did she say that? Angel sends his regards or?
1: Angel sends his love.
0: Yeah, sends his love. And Buffy's like, what? And, and then Teresa gets the upper hand and flips Buffy over, and she's on top of Buffy, and she's going to bite Buffy. And then Xander comes up behind and stakes the bitch um, with the remaining piece of the the leg of the stand thing. Which, by the way, is the first time Xander has ever staked a vampire all on his own. Mm-hmm. Is it? That's so what it said okay. in the shit I read. He staked okay. his buddy in what was that? The Welcome to the Hellmouth? But that's because somebody mm. pushed the guy into the stake he was holding. Okay. So Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> so he stakes the bitch. She's dust. And Buffy's Really emo now, all of a sudden again. Now, but she's like Angel, and Xander helps her up, and she's like, "He's not the guy you loved anymore." And um, they hug, and they have this weird, like, I don't know if I was reading into it or if this was supposed to be a thing. They have this weird moment where, when they come apart, their faces are really close together, and I'm like, "Are they gonna fucking kiss?" Oh. <laughs> And then she kinda she just kinda drifts away and then he says, Oh no, my life's not too complicated And I'm like This is it What?
1: This is it. This is the scene. I said this I was like <laughs> I was like, What? What are you-? You, no, your life's not complicated. <laughs> no. Buffy has made it clear she is not interested in you. You've made it clear you're not interested in Willow. And Cordelia is all up on your junk. Why is it complicated? Like, like but, they this, some- they,
0: but they do have this weird fucking just like one to two second long thing where it's almost like she was putting those vibes out. I don't know, man. it was weird. It was fucking weird
1: no, i but I know what yeah, you're
0: saying, I, I completely know what you're saying.
1: yeah like Cordelia the, is clearly
0: let's be honest, well, I shouldn't say clearly because it's it, it's it's arguable, but Cordelia is probably the hottest chick on the show, and okay. you know what I'm saying and and it's like he's not satisfied with that, you know. And I'm right. like, what the fuck? She's obvi- She's the most popular girl in school. She's represented to be the most beautiful girl in school. You're with her. All she wants to do is suck your face all the time. And this is not enough for you. You fucking right. bag of... Right. He is like 10 pounds of douche stuffed inside of a 5-pound bag. Right. And th- this line irritated me so much for that reason. Because
1: your life's not complicated. It's not. It's not. You're with Cordelia. Buffy has made it clear she's not interested in you. You've made it clear you're not interested in Willow who is now with Oz. There's nothing complicated here. And yet for some reason they want to make it seem like there's this weird like, love quadrilateral happening. And, and there's just not.
0: No, and all it actually does is it makes Xander, the character of Xander appear to be a fucking megalomaniac. Uh, You know, or like a a sociopath, or just, in like, he doesn't want this person, but by God, no one else can have him, he can have that person either, you know? Right. It's very fucking, it's just, it's troubling, let's just say that. Yes. So we cut to the woods, and Kane is in a molester van, a straight up child molestation van.
1: And- we won't get into what he's doing in the molestation van. No. Let's just, let's let's just, just say, say, there say
0: there are a couple of Polaroid cameras and a Bunsen burner and leave it at that. And
1: there's, a reason, and there's a reason we call it the molestation
0: van. Yes. He is actually, and this is so annoying to me, he's apparently, he's holding this little vial, melting some silver, which he is then making bullets from, which, Whatever. Go ahead. I know you want to say something.
1: No. So uh, this irritated me, too. I don't know if it's for the same reasons it irritated you. For one, he's using the Bunsen burner. Uh, it, it's not... The flame's not even at its hottest. No. So for anyone who's not aware, the yellow part of the flame is not the hottest part of the flame. No. When, the flame when the flame is blue, mm-hmm. that's when the flame is... Fi- Listen, don't get me wrong, people. Don't go sticking your hands into yellow flames. <laughs> into yellow
0: okay? fire. I'm like, it's, this isn't hot. James said so.
1: Right, right. <laughs> it's going to hurt, okay? You're going to get hurt. Is it going to smelt lead? No, yeah. it's not. No, it's, this it's is not.
0: silver that he's smelting. Ro-
1: silver, right. And I meant it's to not,
0: look up to okay? see what the melting point of silver was. 936
1: <laughs> degrees Celsius.
0: Okay, so a lot fucking higher than the Bunsen burner's putting out.
1: Yes, even if the Bunsen burner was being used correctly and it was only emitting the hottest flame, which is a blue flame. Mm-hmm.
0: Still not it, hot enough. It
1: still, it still would not be hot enough to smelt silver into bullets.
0: And not just that, but he pours the molten silver into the cast and then immediately opens the cast. And it's a perfect silver and- bullet that he can touch with his bare hands.
1: Yes. Yes. So
0: I was like, yes. the fuck? Anyway... So
1: uh, keep going. I'm gonna double check on my 936 degrees Celsius okay. uh, temperature. I'm pretty sure that's right, but I want to double check.
0: Okay. So yeah, that's we get to leave the the molester van. Um, we do see a bag of free candy sitting there as we pan away from the molester van. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you know what? Though in in all fairness, it's it's like it's like Kit Kats. And Almond Joy is... Yeah, so he'd probably he'd, prob-
0: he'd probably get me.
1: I, right. That's what I was going to say. Like mm. I'd get in the van. i would be get- like, want an Almond Joy? And I'd be like, yeah, I feel like a nut. And then he'd be like, so do I.
0: <laughs> he'd be like, so do I, little boy. And I'd be like, I ain't a pussy. I, if, if you're going to give me some free Kit Kats, I'm jumping in that fucking van. Anyway, right. Right. Uh, we cut back to Oz's house. It's nighttime now. Oh boy, do I have some things to say about this little, not this whole scene, but this, this beginning part. He's sitting at his dining room table and he's got this box and he dumps the contents of this box out, which are some chains, some manacles, and a lock. These chains, manacles, and lock appear to be from the mid to late 1800s. And I'm like, who has those and why do you have those? Why can't you just have a modern chain with a modern lock? Like, why does, what did you go to, like, a thrift store and say, give me your oldest, shittiest chains, manacles, and lock? Like, who, who has these things?
1: <laughs> you know, uh, you raise a good point, but I, and I, and I guess I probably shouldn't have, but I kind of assumed that he probably got them from his aunt and uncle.
0: Well, yeah, that could be. Or he's into some shit we are not aware of yet.
1: Right. Maybe he Uh, went to his
0: aunt's S&M dungeon and just grabbed uh, what he could find.
1: Right. Uh, Just to quick backtrack real quick, Uh, I was wrong. The melting point of silver is 962 degrees Celsius. Okay. I was 30 degrees degrees off.
0: Okay. So still pretty fucking high. Yeah. like and he was basically melting it with a big fucking lighter which no <laughs> that's not happening uh anyway he starts to put these uh fucking manacles on and then there's a knock at the door and he's like damn it do I finish manacling up or do I get the door he decides you to finish
1: manacling up then you get the door, you you do. get the door.
0: <laughs> while in full manacles and your 1800s lock with a skeleton key um, so anyway, he, he puts the shit down and he goes and opens the door and it's Willow and she just, just straight walks in his house and
1: so, real quick, something else about this. What was he
0: going to chain himself to? Right. I guess he was just going to chain his hands up and then just sit in the chair. And be like, well, now I've really hobbled the werewolf. Now he <laughs> And like, what if his parents were home or came home after he turned into the werewolf? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, why? Why this is the this is worst the worst possible. plan ever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like the the chains and the manacles. Great. Like you're you're uh, you're going in the right direction here, right. Oz, right. my boy. You're but. You just you need to put a little more thought into it.
0: Now. You're in you're in the right neighborhood, but you're in the wrong aisle. Um, right. First right. of all, you need to get some more modern shit. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And second of all, yeah. Anyway, uh, he, so she's like, she's just ranting and raving, and he's like, "You got to get the fuck out of here." And she's like, "You know, listen, I want to go to fucking Bone Town with you." And he's like. I'm going to turn into a vicious creature in a second. And anyway. I don't have time to dick you down right I now. I don't have time to go downtown right now. if you know what I'm saying, you little ginger. And he's. And then it hits him. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he kind of doubles over. And he's like, Willow, you've got to get out of here. And, sh- and she's like, no, I'm not done fucking eating up screen time. And. He falls behind the couch, miraculously, where you can't see him. And she's like, Oz, are you okay? What's happening? And, of course, she slowly walks towards the couch and then pops up from behind the couch. Full-blown werewolf. And she's like, I fucking knew it. And, and the werewolf's like, right? Anyway, she, she screams bloody murder and flies to the house and runs out the back door. And the wolf is hot on her heels and, uh, she, <laughs>
1: let's let, <laughs> go ahead. But before you go on, let's, um, cause I know you want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, your love of werewolves. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this transformation scene real
0: quick. Okay. Yeah. They do show a couple of shots. Um, and it was, I thought it was really well done when they, when they show his face and head in the, in the mid kind of transformation, uh, mm-hmm. um, deal. I, I thought it, it was really well done.
1: And I know you. I'm. I know you're. I'm a horror movie fan, so I've seen this movie. You're a werewolf fan, mm-hmm. so I, I know you've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. It was very. It was very much giving me American Werewolf in London.
0: Oh yeah, transformation. I wish it had been a little more horrifically painful. Like, well, like where he just he's but, like Jesus Christ, I'm on fire, or, you know, and just starts tearing his clothes off. Yeah.
1: Um, but but yeah, I, for a, I think they got away with as much as they could for their time, budget, yeah. You know, you yeah. know, their budget and their time slot.
0: Yeah, and they showed but his it, hand, it, and it and it's you know gr- getting grotesquely big and hairy, and I was like, okay, right. that's good, that's good, right? Um, and because yeah, as it, we will talk in later seasons, they kind of change their werewolves the way they look and kind of the way they move and. Um, and I'm not a fan of, of those later, those later werewolves.
1: Um, but yeah, the transformation scene gave me big, um, American werewolf in London vibes.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: Um, it also, it also
0: gave me, oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, as did the werewolf design, honestly.
0: Yeah. It also gave me, um, did you, have you ever watched the Wolfman remake with Benicio Del Toro? It yeah. gave me yeah. those vibes, too, of, of the head and face portion, um, right. Right. the mid-transformation portion. I thought, mm, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. No complaints there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's uh, he's hot on her heels, and uh, she's running down the street, and she, she jumps over a privacy fence. And she struggles a little bit, which is, you know, realistic. She's got a skirt on and stuff, and she is a very weak little girl. And, uh, no, I'm just kidding. But she gets over the privacy fence just as the wolf gets there. And she lands on the ground on the other side, and it starts to come up. And she straight grabs a a big metal trash can and just smokes him in the face with it. And I was like, yeah! It was straight up WWF.
1: It was. I did I I did I'm not gonna lie, I did let out a little bit of a yes when, yeah.
0: when she Yeah, she died. smoked All, him in the face.
1: Yeah. Also if I was the werewolf, I would have been like, nah, fuck it. It's not worth Yeah,
0: it. <laughs> yeah this chick is wow, this is not worth I I'm hungry. I'm not I don't wanna fight for my food. Um and then we cut to the road and we see the Molester van driving by and it's Kane. And he hears a howl in the distance, and he's like, there you are. And then he wrecks the van into the into a pole and dies. Dies. There's no, we have no, um, nothing else with Kane, that's it. He goes, no, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He went face first through the right. windshield, and that was it.
1: Right, right. Nothing until the actor comes back in season four of Angel as Sarjan.
0: right. Right. <laughs> Buff, anyway, uh, Buffy, uh, we cut to the library, and Buffy's coming in there, and um, Giles is putting together this high-powered rifle um, that's clearly a a Trank rifle, because it's got the short, kind of wide barrel, but I mean, it's like, it's legit, dude, he's snapping this bitch together, it's got a laser fucking sight on it, and a fucking scope, and... I don't know where he got this bitch from, but they are taking something the fuck out. Um, And Buffy's like, sorry, I'm late. I had some uh, unexpected slayage. And he's like, what? And he's like, she's like, Teresa. Teresa was a vampire? Is a vampire? And she's like, was. And then Giles was like, oh, okay, well, fuck her. So they leave. And uh, Willow, we cut back to Willow, who's still running for her life. She's in the woods now running for her life. And the wolf is right behind her. And, of course, she gets to a clearing, and what happens? She falls down and turns around, and she's facing the werewolf, and she's moving backwards on the ground, and the wolf is getting closer and snarling and growling and drooling. And (sighs) This was a weird, like, I get where it goes to, but all of a sudden the wolf kind of stops, and it starts smelling the air, and just leaves her and goes off and she's like the fuck okay well she gets up and bolts and uh did
1: you did you happen to notice with your with your keen eye mm-hmm. um uh after willow falls she her, her clothes are muddy mm-hmm. and then in the subsequent shots um the the dirt and mud keeps appearing and disappearing
0: yes yes <laughs> that that happens a lot in shows Oh, yeah. Or if there's like an unbuttoned shirt, and then the next scene it's buttoned, and then the next scene it's unbuttoned again, and then the next scene it's buttoned again.
1: Well, literally mm-hmm. in the scene you're about to get into, we have a similar instance to that. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, since you pulled out that bus brought uh, uh, kids sign bullshit thing, I am watching these episodes With such a keen eye. Like, I'm not going to be absurd like that again, sir.
0: (laughs) I wasn't bullshitting about that sign, though, was I? No. Bus Brats Talk. What? Yep. The fuck? And then the ashtrays (laughs) just overflowing with cigarette butts in Angel's fucking apartment. Uh, Anyway, so uh, they get the gun finished up, and they're like, let's go get this thing. And then they're like, wait, how do we find this thing? And right when they say that, Willow comes busting into the library and she's like, it's Oz, it's Oz. And they're like, what's Oz? And she's like, the werewolf. Oz is the werewolf. And Buffy's like, all right, well, let's go kill him. And Willow's like, fuck yeah, let's go kill him. No, uh, she's like, um, you know, you can't kill him, you can't kill him. And Buffy's like, don't worry, we're not going to hurt him. And uh, Giles says there's enough phenobarbital in this thing to sink a small elephant. Should be enough for a large werewolf. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> wait just hmm. a minute. If there's enough phenobarbital on that thing to to drop an elephant, I'm pretty it's sure it's going
1: to fucking
0: kill, kill Oz. Because <laughs> he's yeah. like four yeah. feet fucking eight. And weighs like a buck-o-five with rocks in his pockets. But anyway. Uh, <clears throat> we come to back to the woods. So you know, Oh, sorry.
1: So, hold up. This is this is what I was talking about. So, in this scene, um uh Giles Giles's glasses keep appearing and disappearing from his from his face. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, uh-uh. So, every if you if you're watching it, like when Willow comes in, Giles doesn't have his glasses. They're getting ready to leave. He doesn't have his glasses. Then it cuts to a shot from behind Giles. He's clearly wearing his glasses. And then it cuts to a shot where they're showing Giles from the front. No glasses. Back to behind, glasses.
0: Because they were doing, when they were doing the coverage shots for the other actors, he just had the glasses on or whatever. And then when he was doing his scenes, he didn't. Nobody thought to. uh, yeah. 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 Those types of mistakes are made a lot. And I don't understand. Like, there should be like a person on, which there normally is a person on set, the continuity person who's right. supposed to keep track of all that kind of th- shit, and the, right. whoever the continuity but, person was on this set failed.
1: Right. But also, wouldn't you think this would be a multi-camera show?
0: I think it's a two-camera show, isn't it?
1: I, I really don't know. I'm almost I mean, sure it's a, on, it's a
0: two-camera show.
1: But Like, based on this, it, no.
0: <laughs> I, Cause, I swear cause I read would, that there, somewhere. There,
1: because you would think there would be the camera getting the main shot, which mm-hmm. would be the shot with at with Anthony Stewart's face in it, and then and the coverage shot. Sarah and Willow, but see, I and think the cover, I think the a lot of the I think a,
0: a lot of the behind shots behind on set or indoors are just single camera shots. I really do. It's cheaper. Yeah. Um. It's cheap yeah, because right. if because if you have a multi camera shot of the same scene, you have to set it up in such a way. That neither camera sees the other camera. And that just takes more time True. and more money. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah they're probably True. they're probably shooting a whole bunch of, you know, dialogue scenes. And then they flip the shit for coverage shots. And then they do all those, right. you know. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm no right. fucking director. No,
1: I mean, you're probably right. It makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Okay, where did I leave? Uh, okay, yeah. So we go back to the woods and we find out the wolf... Left Willow alone because it had smelled a, a big pile of fresh meat uh, that Cain has left to bait the wolf, and he's hiding a little, a little ways away in the uh, brush with his double-barreled shotgun with a scope on it um, that is apparently loaded with uh, these silver bullets he made, and he's got him in his sights and he's getting ready to. Uh, He's like, good boy, good boy, now play dead. And he just goes to pull the trigger when Buffy, out of nowhere, fucking karate kick in the face. And she gets him in the nose, which goes up into his brain and instantly fucking kills him.
1: He's just dead.
0: Yeah, he's just fucking dead. dead. No, uh, (laughs) she... uh, End of the episode. Yeah. She grabs his gun and, and just... The way she fucking, like, twirls and smashes the butt of this gun into his face, I'm like, he's dead. He would mm-hmm. not survive that. She's a slayer, and that's—he's but, but, dead.
1: But I, I, we've talked about this before. Like, Buffy 100% is like Peter Parker. Like, she's pulling her punches when she's yeah, fighting normal Yeah, but
0: if I did a twirl— with a double-barreled shotgun and a solid-butted rifle and smoke somebody like across the face. They're at the very least unconscious for about two hours. Oh, yeah. 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 This dude's only down for about, you know, 30 to 45 seconds. But she dispatches him, and then the wolf runs over. And they immediately start thumb-wrestling her and the wolf. And uh, it wins, kills her. Buffy's over.
1: Buffy's so, uh, over. So tune in next week when we start uh, Season 1, Episode 1 of Tammy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs>
0: start with guest star Oz the werewolf. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so she, uh, she's fighting with him, and then he, the wolf throws her at one point. The whole time they're fighting, uh, uh, Giles is trying to get a clear shot with the Trank gun, and he can't get one. And then at one point the wolf tosses him, and he slams. She slams into um, Willow and Giles, and they all fall down. And the wolf comes running towards him, and Willow gets up in time and grabs the fucking gun and and shoots him right in the fucking. It looked kind of like the belly, maybe it was the chest. I'm not sure. And apparently it's instantaneous reacting phenobarbital because he drops like a sack of shit like immediately. And yeah,
1: uh, he, he stumbles back and drops.
0: Yeah. And about that time, uh, douchebag child molester Kane's getting up. The cops are there; they're taking him in because he hadn't registered as a sex offender in Sunnydale County. So he's and, uh, he's,
1: and he's been within two hundred feet of minors. Right. So he's times. in some
0: serious shit. No, uh, he uh, he says, "No wonder this town's overrun with monsters. There's no one man enough to kill them. And Buffy says, "I wouldn't be so sure about that." And she's got his gun, and she just. Popeye fucking bends it like like into a boomerang and tosses it at him. Right.
1: but And it's funny you mention that, and maybe you mention it because of this. After she, Popeye bends it, she goes,
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and she's got a, all of a sudden she has a corncob pipe. Okay, right, yeah, and a squinty right. eye, and she's like, <laughs> Yeah, I and, uh, was like, huh. Well,
1: this is a weird directorial choice.
0: Right, but you know, it worked for the scene. And, uh, <laughs> And he's like, what the fuck? And she's like, yeah, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out of town. And he's like, I ain't no,
1: leaving. She, no, no, she says, why don't you let the door hit you in the ass on oh. the way out of town?
0: And he's like, well, I'm not leaving, bitch. What do you think about that? And then he pulls out a dagger and fucking cuts Willow's throat. And he's like, now watch her die. And then he runs away screaming. And he sk- and skips he away, away. I'm sorry. He skips away, <laughs> he and skips now
1: away. we have a, and now we have a new big bad for the rest of the season. Yep, Kane, the child molesting
0: throat slasher <laughs> slash part time werewolf hunter.
1: We're we're getting out of hand with big bads this season. We've yeah, Spike not only Drew, not to mention, Angel. I think
0: I think this is the fourth time Willow's died in this episode. <laughs> okay, where did okay? So yeah, the blah blah blah. Um, Willow goes over to the tranked wolf. And she's like, is he going to be okay? And, um, Giles is like, no, I'm afraid there's too much phenobarbital. He's definitely going to fucking die. There's not enough (laughs) Narcan in this County to, to do anything about it. So he's, he's a goner. She's like, okay, fuck it. And they leave him there to die. No, uh, he's like, yeah, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be fine. Uh, he'll be a little sore in the morning, but he'll be Oz. And we cut to school the next morning. And, um, they're walking through the halls and... Or I, sh- I should be more specific. Buffy and Xander are walking through the halls talking. Xander's being his homophobic, douchey, fucking megalomaniac self and talking about Oz. And, and he says, you know, I can never look at him the same. And, and she's like, you know, what? And then she's come to find out he's talking about Larry. She's talking about Oz. Because he's such a homophobe, he can never look at Larry the same.
1: I was going to say, because he's still being like a homophobic douche
0: canoe. Yeah. And about that time, Larry... Oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, if nothing else, like, dude, this is still the same Larry that has routinely kicked your ass. Gay or not.
0: Yeah, he said that earlier. He said that earlier. He's like, hey, maybe when I used to beat you up all the time, it was because I saw something in you that I didn't like in myself. And right. But, yeah, so, if anything, he should be like, huh, you got beat up by a gay guy repeatedly. Right. Like, daily. Right.
1: That, That's what you should be upset about.
0: Right. You should go off camera and probably slash your wrists at this point. Wow. At this point. I'm just being honest, Noah. <laughs> so, at that time, yeah. about that time, Larry shows up, and he's like, hey, Xander, you know, I owe you, and, you know blah 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 and and Xander's being all fucking doesn't want to be touched by Eamons because you know he he might give him the gay bug. <laughs> and uh anyway, Larry Larry kind of pats him on the shoulder and leaves and Xander and Buffy go sit down at the table and Xander's still being super homophobic and stupid and annoying. And then he goes into Oz and he just doesn't like Eamon. Like what kind of what kind of future can she really have with him? First, there's obedience school and paper training. Then he'll always be out in the backyard burying their things. And Buffy's like, "You are so fucking weird. I don't want to be your friend anymore. I want you to go away, Xander." And, and that's the
1: last. And that's the last we ever see of Nikki Brendan on I, the
0: show. I wish. <laughs> uh, she's like. He's like. I don't know. I just. I don't think she's safe with him. And. If it were up to me, and Buffy cuts him off and says, Xander, it's not up to you. Now go kill yourself. And he did. He killed himself for the third time in this episode. Uh, No. Uh, Then we cut to the final scene, and it's Willow and uh, Oz. They're walking. um, They meet up outside, and um, she's like, you know, are you okay? And he's like, well, you know, Giles says everything will be cool. I just need to lock myself up you know, around the full moon, three days a month, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, for three days a month, I'm not all that fun to be around either. And he's like, ha, ah, fuck you, I'm a werewolf. <laughs> and, no, she's a, uh, they talk a little bit more, and, 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 and I've got a clip here, let's just play the rest of their, because I, I think this is pretty good. I thought you would have told me. I didn't know what to say. I mean, it's not every day you find out you're a werewolf. That's fairly freaksome may take a couple days getting used to. Yeah. It's a complication. So
1: maybe it'd be best if I just sort of What? Wait, well, you know, like stayed out of your way for a while. I don't know. I'm kind of okay with you
0: being in my life. So um, she ends up deciding that she does not want to be around him anymore, and so she leaves. And uh, no, uh, <laughs> he. Uh, long story short, they decide they're going to just continue, you know, dating and getting to know each other and see where their relationship can go. And uh, she's like, but no biting. And he's like, deal. And then she walks away, and then all of a sudden comes back on screen and kisses him and then leaves again. And he says... Huh, a werewolf in love. And then Ger-Arg, that's the end of the episode.
1: That is the end of the episode. Jeremy. Yes, yes, yes. Tell me, yes. how many werewolf cousins mm-hmm. are you going to give this episode?
0: Eleven. I'm giving this eleven werewolf cousins. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I have to give it I eleven didn't... because werewolves are my favorite thing.
1: Okay, but our scale only goes to five. okay.
0: Um, I can't give it a five, obviously it's let's be, honest, it's not a five episode, but it's a good episode and I love werewolves and werewolf lore. I love me some Oz, the relationship of, of Oz and Willow, you know, really, really kicks off now from here on it. Like really, it, it ramps up, you know, Right. and, um, like everything's out on the table now and yeah, it's, it's. There's a lot of good things in this episode. I, I will give it a solid, I'll give it a solid four, because um, I don't see any, there were no egregious, like, groan-inducing, like, uh, other than Xander's bullshit, but that's in every fucking episode that Xander's in, so right. right. Um, you just come to expect that. Um, yeah, I don't really have any complaints, um, little, little things, but nothing worth bringing up. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a solid four. James. Okay. Yes, sir. How many trash cans to the fucking face are you giving, <laughs> going to give this episode?
1: I am going to give this episode four trash cans to the face. Okay. Uh, just much like yourself, like it's not a five episode. Yeah. We've experienced a five episode. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it was our first five. It was. Wasn't it?
0: As best as I can recall, it was our first five.
1: Um, we've experienced a five episode. We talked about it um, in the episode prior to that, and that episode. Like there, there's episodes that are good. Like they're really good episodes, like this one. There's virtually nothing wrong with it. We just can't can't kick it up to that five level because it's it's not. It's there, There's just something, even though you can't put your finger on it. Missing that makes it a five episode. Right. Um, and, and this is, this is one of those episodes. It's, it's a solid episode. The writing is, is outstanding. The acting is outstanding. Um, the, the story is good. Um, it's a really good episode. It's not a five. It's not a five. Right. It, it's a solid four. Um, it definitely goes on the, uh, um, list of of episodes i would show people who've never seen buffy before Mm -hmm. um so yeah with with the exception of the atrocity that continues to be xander lavelle harris um yeah there's nothing wrong with this episode it's a it's a it's a really good it's a really good episode
0: yeah i agree all right all right uh and that's the how end of the episode, about, everybody. We uh, enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> how about a little monstrology?
0: Oh, okay. I think I know where we're going to go with this one.
1: Um, well, we already talked about some stuff that I, I wanted to talk about while we were going over the episode, so I didn't really get into it in the monstrology. Um, obviously, werewolves. Giles says it right in this episode. He says werewolves. It's It's a classic. Werewolf lore—it's right up there with vampire lore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's unclear exactly when and where the the first werewolf uh, legends origin origi- originated.
0: Easy for um, you to say. Easy
1: for me to say, uh, but some scholars um, are do debate and believe that uh, the werewolf made its debut in the Epic of Gilgamesh, which is for anyone unfamiliar it's like the oldest known western prose um and uh there's a part in it where our main character gilgamesh jilts a potential lover because she had turned her previous lover into a wolf so there's some debate among scholars as to whether or not that constitutes the first you know the origin of werewolf mythology um outside of that there are there's Uh, an early appearance of, of werewolves in a sense in Greek mythology with the legend of Lycan. According to that story, um, Lycian was the son of uh, Pelescus, um, uh, who angered Zeus when he served Zeus a meal made from the remains of a sacrificed boy. And as punishment, the angry Zeus turned Uh, Lycian and his sons into wolves. Um, There's also werewolf stories um, in early Nordic folklore, um, the saga of Volsungs. It's the story of a father and son who discover wolf pelts that have the power to turn people into wolves for a period of time. And the father and son put on the pelts and are turned into wolves and go on a killing rampage throughout the forest.
0: And they skip the whole time they're running to the forest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, so those are some of the earliest known instances of the, of werewolf, um, lore in history. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's as, as old, if not older than vampire lore, um, as many stories of as vampires have been told over the years, there's probably an equal number of werewolf stories. You know, like we talked about while we were going over the episode, um, m- we both seem to feel like there is a lot of influence in uh, the werewolf design and the transformation sequences of from um, an American werewolf in London, uh, which is a phenomenal werewolf movie if you haven't if no one's seen it. Go see it. It was um, one of John the very Landis. very best. John Landis directed mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm.
0: like 81, 82, somewhere in there. Um,
1: it's a, it's a great movie. There was a sequel. Not not a great movie. <laughs> not nearly as good. No, John
0: Landis. Um, nothing to do with the original. It's it horrible.
1: Well, it does. It does. It's the Well, it, no, of the it yeah, it does
0: continue the, the lore, but I, I right. other than the the basic overall lore, it's 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 hot trash. Right.
1: Um so, yeah, and obviously, you know, you mentioned the the Benelcio del Toro remake of the Wolfman, um, the original starring um, uh Lon was it
0: Lon Chaney? Lon Chaney Jr.
1: Lon Lon Chaney Jr. as um as the Wolfman mm-hmm. uh Uh, a great universal monster flick. um, And one of my
0: all-time favorites, if I can just throw a recommendation out there, and I believe it was 1987, there was a very brief television series on the USA Network called simply Werewolf. It was almost identical to the Bill Bigsby Incredible Hulk show, Mm -hmm. except he was a werewolf. And it is one of my all-time favorite television shows. Very difficult to find these days. They've never released it on DVD or Blu. No, I take that back. They've just recently released it, um, in a French version on DVD. Um, but yeah, it's it's just called Werewolf. Um, it was one of uh, uh, Chuck Connors' last um, projects he ever did before dying. He was the, the rifleman. Uh, yeah, he was the evil werewolf <laughs> Scorzini. Uh, and Jawbone is actually in it. Uh, Jawbone, it plays one of the head vampires. I'm sorry, head werewolves. <laughs> werewolves. And, um, but it's an excellent I mean, show.
1: Yeah, there there's a ton of great vampire media out, or werewolf media out there. One of my favorites, and you'll probably disagree with me on this, um, I I love the movie Wolf with Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah. Himself.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's a classic, my friend. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's probably one of my favorites. He,
0: he and, um, um, what's his face? Uh, Dan James I, Spader. Yeah, James Spader. He pisses. I love when he pisses on James Spader's shoe and, and it's a fantastic um, movie.
1: Uh, you've also, you've got silver bullet. Um, one of my top three, right. All time favorites. Um, the the original silver bullet. The once you get into the sequels.
0: Oh, there were. See, I didn't even know there were sequels. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm glad I never knew about that because, I mean the the Corey Haim and fucking, and uh, oh crazy man. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, Uncle Red. Yeah, that that was. It was also yeah. a fantastic. You know, it's a Stephen King book. It was a right, fan fantastic right.
1: um, book. And you know what I was actually thinking of sequels wise was the Howling, not so- oh yeah
0: the Howling, yeah oh. like the first, maybe the first two Howlings were were pretty decent and then all, ooh it just right. went it went off the reservation, yeah.
1: yeah but there's there's a ton of of great vampire media out there. Um,
0: you mean you werewolf
1: know, to, or uh, werewolf media out there? Well, way like we could probably do an entire two episodes just on. Movies and television shows. Yeah, I will say
0: if you enjoy vampires and or werewolves, fucking avoid the Twilight series. It's so fucking (laughs) dumb. There's nothing redeemable about any of that shit. I sparkle in the sun. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Anyway. All right. Uh, Moving on.
1: Our body count this week is
0: 136. Oh, just one.
1: Just one. Okay. Just poor Teresa. Um. Well, I That's I actually two. One, she's actually died twice. She, she died twice. So yeah. maybe two. No, it's one. She yeah. If we just go by body count, it's one. She yeah. died twice, but it well, was the same body.
0: Well, one body and then one pile of dust. <laughs>
1: um a little behind the scenes, Marty Noxon, who as we all know was a writer on uh, on Buffy wrote some of the best episodes of the show. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um has stated that this episode is views as is viewed as the first part of what the writers called the Willow and Oz trilogy, uh, followed by Wild at Heart and New Moon Rising. Yeah. Um, Rob does. Are those hotel. the ones where they
0: meet? Where they meet the 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 crazy bitch werewolf? I have to believe so. Yeah. Didn't Baruka. care. Didn't, didn't care for him. Yeah. Um, and that's Rob the ones does, in particular that I'm talking about where they've changed. The way the wolves look, look, the way they act, the way they move, and it's just
1: meh. Um, Rob Des Hotel, one of the writers on this episode, uh, has stated that Phases is his favorite episode of the five that he and his writing partner wrote. He said Oz just has a, an ability to pinpoint what's going on and make it sound absurd.
0: Yeah, I love the way he's written, and I love the way Seth Green acts it, you know.
1: Um, Phases pulled in an audience of 4.9 million households on its original airing. Wow. Yeah. Um, Our bras band... Our bras...
0: Our bras (laughs) bras have just (laughs) been taken off.
1: (laughs) Our bronze band this week was Lotion.
0: Oh. Do the, they put it on the skin, or do they get the hose again?
1: <laughs> uh, our music for this week's episode wa- includes Blind For Now, performed by Lotion, from the album Nobody's Cool, released on Spin Art Revolution Records in 1996.
0: Well, they weren't cool if you saw them up on stage.
1: Um, as well as Meeting Kane, Werewolf Crashed Party, Kane Prepares, and The Chase, as composed by series composers Sean Clement and Sean Murray. Uh, goof ups and oopsies, we already went over while we were reviewing the episode. And that's all I have. Do you have any final thoughts, Mr. Jeremy?
0: No, just super happy that I finally got to my first werewolf episode. It only <laughs> took us, what did we say? This was the 28th episode? This
1: is the 26th. Oh, 26th. Okay. One second. The 27th. 27th. The 27th episode of the series.
0: Yep. Okay, well, it only took us 27 episodes to get to, to, to the werewolves. To,
1: to get to a staple of monster uh, lore. Yeah, we had um, to have a
0: praying mantis lady before we could have a werewolf. I don't understand right. that.
1: Although, although I will say to. to their credit like it would have been so easy just to fill these episodes with established which is exactly
0: know, what I would have horror, done. Horror.
1: <laughs> right. But that's right. what
0: people want to see. Come on now. Nobody wants to see a praying mantis teacher. That's stupid.
1: Well, I don't know. I think Come on, I you know we
0: destroyed that episode. It was so dumb. We,
1: we did, but at the same time I do think some of the better episodes are ones where they don't where they they lean on their own mythology that they've created and not so much
0: i think know, it's 50 50
1: the the lore that's out there so but
0: but thanks for playing we have some lovely parting <laughs> gifts for you in the back no anyway um james yes sir can people still find us on the interwebs
1: they can oh, they okay. can find us they can find us at dot Mm-hmm. which will give them a series of links. One of those links will be to our Twitter. Another one would be to our Facebook. Another one would be to our YouTube, where if you only uh, listen to the podcast, you might want to go check it out and, um, and see the uh, video version. Um, uh, and a link to our email address, which is buffyrevisited at gmail.com. And any of those places, uh, people can reach out to us. Talk about the podcast in general, Buffy in general, Angel in general, uh, the episode uh, specifically, uh, or any episode specifically, or the shows overall. Um, we'd love to hear from people.
0: Absolutely. Um, is our OnlyFans link on there too? <laughs>
1: uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting until we have. So right now we've only got three videos um, to offer people. I'm waiting till we're up to six.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
1: and that way we can we can hit the ground running with the subscriber base. Okay. Um, they, they have a lot of content to indulge in right off the bat. Um, and then of course once that is up and running, we will be we will be uploading new videos to OnlyFans um, three to four times
0: a week. <laughs> and will um, it involve Nipple clamps. Nipple clamps. Okay. Um, cock rings. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Butt plugs. Um, butt plugs. Butt plugs.
1: Yes. Garlicky nipples. Garlicky nipples. Um, lots of edging. Lots of edging. <laughs> um,
0: okay. This,
1: you know, something I wanted to mention at the top of the episode and I forgot. Um, this past week, uh, Rolling Stone released their list of the 100 greatest TV shows of all time Mm -hmm. and Buffy made the list why don't you tell me Jeremy where do you think Buffy placed on that list
0: wow we're all time we're talking here 100 greatest television shows of all time probably somewhere in the 90s I'm gonna assume like I'm gonna say 92
1: 73
0: oh okay a little little higher up than I expected
1: uh, far lower than I think it should be. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> but that's me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And of course uh,
0: Highlander was ranked number one.
1: Highlander was number one cause it's the best show ever made.
0: Hey, thank you. Um,
1: yes. and if there wasn't already a wonderfully phenomenal podcast out there yeah. about Highlander that has apparently
0: that is, been abandoned,
1: that is what we would be talking about every week instead of Buffy. Because as much as we both love Buffy uh, and Angel, we are tenfold Highlander fans,
0: and we would have like five-hour-long podcasts. <laughs> we would, we would. Uh, you
1: thought the initial run of of episodes for for revisited were were long? <laughs> Wait till you hear us get going about Highlander.
0: Yeah, it'll never fucking end. Yeah, I'll fill right. up an SD card and on one podcast.
1: Right, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, I read that earlier uh, today uh, in an article and wanted to share that, so that's all I have.
0: All right, well, I don't have anything else, so I will just say that I would like to thank everyone for joining us this week, and look forward to you joining us next week for Season 2, Episode 16, Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Uh, It's clearly about some type of landscaping business. Landscaping, 100% landscaping. All right. Well, with all that being said, I look forward, we both look forward to seeing you all next week. I have been one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy. I'm your other host, James. Ta-ta.